Hi, my name is Pooch and I am so grateful for your time today. Thank you for tuning in to Anchored in Revelation, episode 21. As the Holy Spirit leads, I'd like to use this platform to share a few teachings I received studying the Word. I hope this blesses, refreshes you and your journey as we unveil the Word of God together. We began the spring season on March 20th and we have just been on a journey highlighting who God is by being contagiously expectant as per the Word of God. As we near summer officially on June 21st, it would be 93 days we have been on this journey of faith looking up to our Father in Heaven and watch Him blow our minds. Can you believe that? In this short or long time, however way you look at it, there was so much truth unpacked to us. Today, I'd like to share with you the major truth component and principle we need to cling on to our dear life. Obedience. More specifically, obedience to God. In episode 20, we meditated on how Even when it gets exhausting, when we are consistent, small, small victories are still victories to be celebrated. This victory is what exhibits in our persona in the form of joy, love, gentleness, kindness, basically the fruit of the Holy Spirit. This is crucial in our lives, especially when we claim to be a child of God. But being a Christian, we know this is not always pretty nor is it always easy. One such familiar story is the story of Naaman from 2 Kings chapter 5 verses 9 to 14. It reads, So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to say to him, Go, wash yourself seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will be restored, and you will be cleansed. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, wave his hand over the spot, and cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abana and Farpar the rivers of Damascus better than any of the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed? So he turned and went off in a rage. Naaman's servants went to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much more then when he tells you, wash and be cleansed? Verse 14 concludes saying, So he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times, as the man of God had told him, and his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young boy. Majority of us know the story, but stay with me for a few minutes. Naaman was not an Israelite, but he had certain expectations from the God of Israel and his prophet Elisha. Naaman had faith Elisha would heal him because He did his research and found out this man, Elisha, he is one of a kind. And he does have supernatural powers given to him by the one true God. So imagine his disappointment when he took all his horses 
and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house only to be greeted by Elisha's messenger. First of all, scripture says Naaman was a great man, a valiant soldier, meaning he was a busy man with so many responsibilities and homeboy had places to be, things to do. Though he desired to get healed, he for sure expected to get his due respect. Secondly, according to Naaman, the disrespect doesn't stop there. Not only did Elisha not greet him at the door, Elisha's messenger instructed him to do something so simple such as wash and be cleansed in the Jordan River seven times to be restored and be clean. Surely Naaman thought this was a joke. He did not travel hours to only find out his miracle is not being delivered as he hoped it would. Does this sound familiar? How many times have we been angry towards God because he didn't show up at the door like we expected him to? How many times have we felt so entitled that when God gives us a simple response or even a response that says, not now, we get angry and agitated towards God. We're so quick to let our emotions speak before pausing to recognize He is our creator and we are just His creation. We give God the due respect not the other way around. Scripture says Naaman was so angry that he walked away from what would turn out to be his greatest miracle. In verse 11, it says Naaman thought. He thought Elisha would come to him, stand and call on the name of the Lord, his God, wave his hand over the spot and cure him of his leprosy. His thought process was so grand and excessively self-involved that he almost missed out on his miracle. I wonder how many times have we have come so close to our miracle but was unable to receive it because we have become excessively self-involved and make assumptions that God will do this grand gesture. When in actuality, we probably miss God in the simple, mundane, everyday task of our lives He has already instructed us to do. We cannot be obedient to God if we don't hear Him or pay attention to what He is asking us to do in this season. As much as we desire the miracle or that one or two answered prayer, Let me tell you something, God desires it so much more, you have no idea. I mean, who do you think put that desire in our hearts in the first place? But instead of worrying, being anxious, and letting our emotions take the driver's seat, let us begin to pay attention to the simple task God is telling us to do every single day. When we heed to this and become consistent with it is when we will get to celebrate our small, small victories and we become a miraculous witness to those around us. After the advice of Naaman's servants in verse 14, it says Naaman went down and dipped himself into the Jordan River seven times as the man of God had told him. 
and his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young boy. Isn't it amazing when we see Naaman at Elisha's door, he came with his horses and chariots, representing all that he is. But in verse 14, Naaman went down and immersed himself alone, showing me and teaching me humility, letting go of all the false representations we carry around thinking that is what determines our worth. Naaman's horses and chariots did not get the miracle. It was just him as he obeyed a simple task in its entirety. That is key. Naaman didn't dip five or six times and walk away. He did so seven times. Only then was he restored and made clean. Most times, we don't receive our answered prayer because there needs to be a radical transformation in our lives first before we can be mature enough to receive that extraordinary, beautiful desire God would like for us to have. But let us ask ourselves, do we pay attention to what God is saying to us right now? If so, do we obey Him in entirety every single day? Do we allow His beautiful Holy Spirit to do the necessary work in us that prepares us for the next chapter? The power of obedience and submission to God will unlock restoration, healing, and will make us clean. Jesus is coming soon to take His clean, without stained bride. God often does not give us what we think we need in the moment because He cares for us more than He cares for the blessings we crave. He cares for us to be holy and blameless, restored in Him so that we will be one with Him. Naaman's story doesn't end in this chapter. Jesus speaks of him in Luke 4 verses 27 saying, And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. Only Naaman unlocked this phenomenal blessing. A non-Israelite in Israel. Wow, that is so amazing to me. Y'all, there is a one-of-a-kind, customized blessing waiting for you on the other side. Obedience to God in its entirety will pave that path. Embrace the process. Allow Him to restore and make us clean. Then, then we will receive our miracle. I want to encourage you, you are so close to your miracle. Please don't miss out on it because our emotions got in the way. Not only did Naaman have one-of-a-kind testimony, but Jesus Christ, our Messiah, highlighted Naaman's testimony. That's how cool of a story Naaman would have missed out on if he had chose to walk away for good. With only two weeks to summer, I want to encourage you to be obedient to God in entirety. And as always, I pray you will continue to be joyful and shine bright. To God, the Revealer, be all the glory. Amen.